Reese Johnson. Ball on the inside. Oh. Corey. Straight through Nick Corey. Gary can't run. He's going to slide over and score. Forget about one. They'll take four. And now the Warriors lead 26 22. Yes, try action from the NRL last weekend and action at South Sydney this morning. Welcome back to the Toolkit Depot studio. Don't forget to shop winter at TKD. And on the line to bring us up to date, the latest news in the NRL, Scott Sattler joins us. Scott, welcome. How are you, Duff? Mate, a bit going on at South Sydney with Sam Burgess exiting the club today. What's happened there, do you think? Oh, I think it's just a clash of personalities and standards, I think. Duff, to be quite honest. Um, it's, a, it's a surprising one. It's come out of... Well, publicly, it's come out of left field. But we've kept hearing over the last few weeks that there has been uh, some unrest amongst the, the South playing group and also the coaching group. And, and it's probably playing out on the field as well, the way the team is playing. They're not playing as fluent and as connected as what we've seen them in the past. So uh, what we're led to believe is that that Sam Burgess has challenged a couple of their star players to you know, to rise above and set some higher standards for the team as they enter a very precarious part of the season where they could miss the finals. And um, and there's some within the club that have opposed you know, Sam's views on the way that the, the star players should be treated. So in saying that, it's a clash of personalities and um, a clash of, I suppose, coaching philosophies as well. And Sam, who was leaving to go to Warrington, the coach in the UK Super League, for the next two years anyway, is, has got an early mark, I suppose. It's um, what I call the gardening clause, where you just go and, you know, until the end of the season, we'll continue to pay you and uh, and wait until you uh, move over to England for your for your next um, your next role. So it's 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 concerning as a as a kid that's grown up following South Sydney and being heavily entrenched in the club for a number of years from my father and my family. It's it's concerning for me that a club that has has been able to get a lot of stability since Michael Maguire came into the job in the uh, in the early you know, 20, 2011, 2010, whatever it was. Um, they've had great stability through then, Duff, and, and this, this really concerns me. It concerns me that um, if the reports are right, um, what that holds for the club in the, in the coming weeks. So the suggestion was that both Sam Burgess and John Morris would leave, but John Morris is staying, as we understand. When you mentioned that he had asked a couple of star players to rise above, are we talking about um, Cody Walker and Latrell Mitchell? Yeah, they're the two biggest players of the club and um, strong personalities. They've got a really good connection with Jason Demetrio as well. Uh, Cody and Jason Demetrio go back a fair way, actually, before the NRL when Jason Demetrio was coaching in the Queensland Cup, the Host Plus Cup, and Cody Walker was a player for the East Tigers. So they've coached against and played against each other and then they've gone to South and formed a really good relationship as well. Now, I'm very close to Jason Demetrio and I class him as a, not only an exceptional coach, but he's an exceptional human being as well. Um, and maybe as a coach, sometimes when you get towards the end of the season, the semifinals, sometimes you have to, I suppose, loosen the grip, if that makes sense, and not be on the throttle too much when you've got a team that's you know, trying to trying to red line at any stage they can um, to try and make the finals. And sometimes it's best just to back off to get the best out of your players rather than drive them even harder. And maybe Sam feels as though that it should be the opposite. Not quite sure at the moment. I'm very close to Sam. I'm very close to Jason. I also um, have great respect for Cody Walker as well, as I've commentated him for a number of years now as a young player and, 
and had a good connection with him off the field. So, sort of, I'm, I'm at I'm at a miss at the moment to to what's happened and and why it's got to this stage. So, uh, we'll learn a little bit more over the, over the coming days. I think. Do you feel like they'll get there now? They're on the they're on the cusp of sort of getting to finals or missing finals. Latrell Mitchell is obviously out suspended now for their next game after the elbow on Tyson Frizzell last weekend. So, what, what's your feeling on how this is going to pan out for South Scott? Well, it's not the perfect scenario you want to be in, Duff. But basically, it's, it's a pretty simple formula. They have the buy this week. They get two points. They get thirty points. Thirty-two points will get you into the finals. And they've just got to beat the Roosters. They're more... Now, the NRL would be salivating over this. They would absolutely be loving what's happening and how this has panned out. That the game that to decide eighth position is going to come down to the, the mortal enemies of South Sydney versus the Roosters. It's like Collingwood versus Carlton. That's how... Yeah, that's how much of a uh, how much both these teams hate each other. And it's coming down to that game to decide who's going to get eighth position. So... Um, from a PR point of view, an advertising point of view, and a broadcaster's point of view, outstanding, perfect scenario. For South City, not ideal because many had them sitting in the top four this year being one of the sides that could could probably be the biggest threat to the Penrith Panthers. Uh, and it comes down to the last game of the season, which means not everything has gone to plan for South this year, whether it's through injury or form. And now this latest um, situation. Uh, it's going to be interesting how it plays out. I think South... I think South will win that last game against the Roosters. Even though the Roosters are starting to find some form, I think South will still win it and make eighth position. They're the one team I think that everyone doesn't want to make the finals, to be quite honest. Now, one thing the NRL wouldn't be salivating over, the eight-tackle try that happened um, mm. last weekend. What, what the hell happened there? And a referee's been stood down. Grant Atkins, one of our best, actually. Now, I'm, I'm going to be interested in you. Maybe I'll educate me, Duff. What happened to the... The goal umpire in the, stood, in the Adelaide stood down. Swans game. Yeah, stood, stood down, down. yeah. Yep. And so it should be. Um, and I've got to say, the AFL have got the uh, the technology to be able to have halt play and and with such a, a game a game like that on the line and such a result. But to be able to, like we do in rugby league, to have a captain's challenge, whatever it may be, and I don't think it's such a bad thing to discuss in AFL whether a captain's challenge would work and, and how that would how that would come about but that would be a perfect example in rugby league that a captain's challenge would be made and, and you'd be able to review the situation so Grant Atkins has been stood down how it happens eight tackles well you know there's a lot going on in the game I, I, you know it, it happens as I say, it just happens and your linesmen are there to communicate with you also you've got the bunker there to communicate with you also just in case because they've all got audio as you know and and they can hear what's going on. The linesman and the bunker can hear what the referee is communicating, what he's saying. Um, so it's all audible. And if they feel as though the tackle count is getting, he's not keeping an eye on the tackle count, well, that's what their job is to jump in and, and assist the on-field referee. And once upon a time, we had two on-field referees, as you know, one that controlled the ruck, one that controlled the 10-metre line for the defenders to get back to. And now that we're back to one referee and there's a lot more going on, we, you know, we need as much assistance as, as we can. So yes, it's Grant Atkins' fault, but I think there's some um, some usual suspects around there that could have helped him out as well. Yep, and very hard to legislate uh, for human error. It just happens. That's what makes us human beings. Scotty, it's always a pleasure to talk to you. Look forward to talking to you over the next couple of weeks and uh, seeing how this all pans out in the run into finals. And thanks for joining us on the show today. 
the lines are coming, Duff. The lines are coming. Yes, they are qualifying in prelim <laughs> at home. It's going to be hard to stop them getting to the G. Thanks, Scotty. See you, Duff. Scotty Sattler, of course, always a pleasure to talk to Scott on the show. Uh, and, uh, yes, he's on all the Brisbane teams. We'll be back after the break to close up the show.